Welcome to Being On Stage, the only podcast that gives you motivation, inspiration, and confidence to be better on stage. No matter how you entertain, sing, dance, band, comedian, public speaking, MC, drag, burlesque, performance art, or street performer, this is the show for you. Hey rock stars, Reggie Dawson, host of the Being On Stage podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. Welcome back. All that good introduction, feel good nonsense. Now listen... Uh, I'm on a roll here, uh, still day three, but I've done four podcasts in the month, but we're doing podcasts every day in July. July seems to be a really strong month for me. It's like a month of comebacks or a month of success, if you will. Um, short history about the month of July. Um, in 2011, my now wife and I, well, we're not really married, but it's one of those, like, we've been together for almost 11 years and... She is she is very much my wife. The only thing that's missing is a marriage and a piece of paper. Um, but in all other aspects, she's very much my wife. And uh, in 2011, she we ended up going through like a financial crisis, and uh, our daughter at the, our daughter was five at the time. And the only way that we would have uh, avoided uh, basically couch surfing and sleeping at friends' house and and uh, almost being homeless with a five year old is. Uh, we decided that she and our daughter would move back to Massachusetts for a few months. And, uh, you know, I would get some financials together, find a new job, uh, get everything together. She would finish a workers' comp suit that she was in the middle of with her former employer. And, you know, we would just get back on our feet, spend a few months apart, and everything would be fine. So our daughter ended up going through first grade up in Massachusetts and second, third, fourth, and fifth. Yes, five years apart, and they came back in July. 2016 and you know when it comes to performing and everything I've always been very strong in July this podcast was strongest last July so July is a very strong month and it seems to be a month of mystery if you will so this July uh, July 3rd 2019 I get a message from someone who I honestly haven't heard from since an event that we had did together in October 2018 uh, so that's, what, like nine months of pregnancy, basically. Um, haven't heard from her, haven't talked to her. The whole deal was, and this is a little bit of a, of a backstory and just kind of sharing what I'm dealing with as, a, as an entertainer and as a performer, and you've probably dealt with something similar. I've dealt with it in the past. Um, we, we ended up doing an event together, and by we ended up doing an event together, I mean I was advertising my services as an MC, and she contacted me. And we ended up talking, we ended up hitting it off, like really hitting it off in a, in a professional manner, of course, you know, I mean, uh, we had the same ideals, we just like, we just clicked, you know, and the conversation was good, and it was healthy, and it was positive, And I felt empowered, I felt and you know, she seemed really on board with everything that I had to say. And, and so she booked me as the MC. And one one lesson I learned from this is when it came to talking money, and this is a hard subject to bre- to to broach a lot of times. Um, when it came to talking about money, I followed what I was told um, by a speaker that when you're booking yourself for services, um, don't quote a price. Instead, ask what their budget is. So that way, either way, you don't come in too high 
or too low. Because, you know, if it's this, like, prestigious thing and they're going to pay you $2,000 or more and you say, oh, yeah, like 450 then, you know, you're undervaluing yourself. Whereas if it's a 450 event and you quote a grand, you might end up, you know, overshooting and, and losing the booking. So I've always been told, ask what their budget is. And a lot of times their budget will be extremely low and you decide at that point if you want to work with it. So I asked what the budget was and the response I got was, mm, not much. So... Lesson number one, you got to work out some sort of, I guess I, I should have worked out some sort of like actual amount, like, you know, we're on ballpark of like 150, 200, 5,000, like where are we at? Um, so we didn't, we didn't actually get to a quote or any kind of budget or anything. And I, I jumped on board. It was a really good event. It was an event for a dog charity and adoption charity. And I'm, I'm all for like pet adoption and taking care of homeless and abandoned pets. I'm, I'm all for those charities. Like, honestly, my charities of choice are like pets, kids, vets, and the arts. Like, that's that's my thing. Um, four, four subjects. Pets, or how did I put it to my wife? Kids, pets, arts, vets. So it rhymes. Um, anyways, that's neither here nor there. So I jumped on board to this event in October and through working with her and through learning more about the event uh, the the marketing piece wasn't really there uh, they weren't really pushing it hard they were honestly way way overcharging what should have been charged for this type of type of event I mean it was outdoors it was I mean it was a, honestly it was a really good event but the timing was terrible at the same time as this other huge festival put on by the city and it, they were charging like 10 to $15 to get in, and there just wasn't a whole lot going on there at all, really. And it was out at the, the fairgrounds, and our fairgrounds are, are quite large. So all that put together, the event wasn't, you know, coming together quite well. So I offered some additional services. You know, I offered to help them run some Facebook ads, try and get some people interested in talking about it. And by the time everything was approved and... Um, the amount it was approved at there there really wasn't there really wasn't any any saving this event um i you know i tried my best and everything and and i don't i don't hold anyone responsible i'm not taking the blame i'm not placing the blame on anyone it just it wasn't planned well and by the time everything had come together it was it was very late in the game now one thing you should know about most events because at some point you're going to do an event and work with some organization most organizations struggle putting together large events it doesn't matter whether they're an experienced organization or if it's their first event they're putting together. There's always a struggle, and there's always some things that happen at the last minute. And as an entertainer, you kind of got to just go with the flow. So, I, you know, I went with the flow and everything. Um, we changed the layout at the last minute because there wasn't a crowd. Um, we pushed everything way, way back. Like, instead of starting at the MC and the, you know, announcements and the engagement at, you know, like 2 o'clock, we started at like 4.30 and it was just it was the execution wasn't there and i i was off my game because it was an insanely small crowd and listen small crowds are great it gives you a chance to interact with them more i got to interact with the kids a little bit we played a couple of games uh we played games with like three or four dogs and you know it, it was a good little event when i was emceeing and, and actually talking to the people so you know the small crowd does give you that opportunity to be a little more fun and, and engaging and kind of like talking to them but at the same time, it can be incredibly difficult if you're planning things on a grander scale. And that's kind of where I was there. Plus, not for nothing, this is my first time emceeing in a few months. Like, I was just starting to gain traction and everything. 
So the deal I ended up working out with this individual, you know, back to my original story, the deal I ended up working out with this individual was that, you know, we would work out payment at a later date, which, by the way, never happened. So again, when you're talking payment, you, it's a subject that's hard to broach, but we, we got to broach it. And I'm still working on that myself. Believe me, it's it's a never ending process, but it, it has to happen. You kind of have to just step up and say, I'm worth it, you know, and I should have done that because I ended up walking away with nothing. We had also worked out to where because I was trying to gain attraction as an event uh, manager, not really a manager, but like an event consultant and an MC that I would at least get a testimonial from her and a testimonial from the uh, the organization coordinator and neither of which happened. Um, we said, oh yeah, we'll meet up, we'll talk about it, we'll work it out, you know, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Next thing you know, it's freaking July 1st and I still have no testimonial from anybody and it, I felt, I felt completely screwed over because how, how this ended up happening, we left the event of, oh yeah, absolutely, I know I got to do that video for you. I watched them pay the DJ, I watched them pay the band, like literally stood there and watched them. And they turned to me and said, well, we really appreciate you coming out today. And I got nothing. And it was it was heartbreaking, you know, because I felt like, okay, yeah, these guys showed up. And, yeah, I mean, he, he pushed play on some music and everything. I mean, the DJ was on point, don't get me wrong. And the, the band, well, the musician was, was really good. But I felt like I was really good too. And I, I, I also did some work and some marketing and everything for the event. So I was really, really undercompensated, meaning like I earned nothing. And it, it hurt, like it stung a little bit. So in my heart of hearts, I'm like, it's okay. I'm going to get the testimonial. I'm just starting out. It's only my second or third event. It's no big deal. No big deal. So as we progressed, you know, I never got the video. I never got the video. And this girl like dropped off the face of the planet. I mean, like I would, I would message her and follow up on it. We're talking like in January, like I followed up about two weeks after the event. I followed up another week after that, another couple weeks after that. And she responded, oh yeah, I'm going to do it this day. I got a lot going on. I got to, listen, I'm not holding grudges here. Well, I, I kind of am a little bit. I got to talk through this because this is all having to do with this message I received today. I'm like 10 minutes in and I'm tell, still telling you a story. Listen, if you're sticking with me so far, thank you. Thank you. Stay with me a little further. I'll wrap it up soon. So I end up uh, today, let's just fast forward. Long story short, after following up a few times, I stopped hearing back from her like three or f like three times, and then I just I just gave up. I said, you know what? I obviously it's not, you know, you can't trust everybody. I get that. Uh, I was really upset because I thought like we had like a special professional thing that like we could work together again, and um, it just and it just didn't work out. And I stopped hearing from her, and you know we remained friends on Facebook. And so often I thought about deleting her, but I'm one of those people that. Even if you post negative crap and even if I don't like what you have to say, I'm still going to be your friend because, you know, your opinion doesn't have to be my opinion, whatever. And, uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, whatever, whatever, we'll stay friends. Maybe eventually down the road something will click. And apparently it did. Today she sends me this message, apologizes for uh, basically ghosting me and uh, asks and, and tell me tells me, you know, that something about her ex-boyfriend and and controlling and now she's got more free time and she's flying free and all this stuff and she was now getting back to her true self and who she wants who she is and what she wants to do and everything like that and um you know she she apologized for what she did and 
and kind of leaving me hanging on the video and not giving me the proper, I guess, um, acknowledgements that I deserved. And, you know, it, it feels really good to get those acknowledgements. And even months and months later, it feels really good to get the apology. But at the same time, I've had this sort of thing happen in the past. And I think everyone does. We all do. We all have something like this happen in the past where, you know, someone says they're going to do something and they don't do it. Or someone, we feel like we get stabbed in the back or someone leaves us hanging on something. I've, I've had it happen before. I've had, I've had people intentionally get me fired from venues because they didn't like what I had to say. And they came to me for, for help. Uh, and you know what? You don't have to like what I have to say. And that's, that's okay. But I'm still going to be 100% real with you and tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. I'm not, I'm not here to build egos. You know, that's not what I'm about. Um, I'm here to build talent. I'm here to build your dream, help you build your dreams and help you step up to them. I'm not here to build your ego. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. The The point is, is when this has happened in the past, I've I've always been a very forgiving person. I've always just kind of let things go. And, and unfortunately, it is true that, you know, people will continue to stab you in the back and take advantage of your kindness. And, and, I, and I recognize that. But you know what? I think at the same time, no matter what, you're going to have that reputation of kindness. And... As far as, as with me, like, for example, and, and probably with you too, you know, people can say what they want about you, but if, if you're a kind person and you're a kind-hearted person and, and you are forgiving and, and you are capable of letting things go, proceeding with caution, mind you, but still letting things go, you're, you're going to be you're gonna be known for that. And it may not be that individual, but other individuals are going to notice and, and people are going to take notice that you don't react in the same way that others would expect you to react and by that i mean you're not snarky you're not holding grudges you're not busting people's balls for for what they've done in the past you know you're recognizing the fact that we're all human because at some point you're going to do the same thing to somebody i have i've absolutely done the same thing to somebody i have literally someone passed out flyers during their performance like one of my friends dude like someone i helped start up and we kind of started together and helped each other out one of my friends, we were in a competition together, and she was, she was being really friendly about it, and I turned into a a-hole. Uh, she had some props, part of her thing, where she passed out, like, flyers to the audience, and I, like, tore a whole bunch of them up, like, right in the middle of the show and walked out. Like, I was an ass. Pardon the language. So I've, I've done things like that, you know, and, and you have too, and if you haven't, you will. Whether intentional or unintentional, at some point, you're going to make someone feel the same way that I'm feeling right now. You know, I felt stabbed in the back. I felt like I was left hanging. I felt like what I was doing didn't matter. And yeah, it made me question it. Am I really good at this? Who, what, what business do I have doing this? But you have to stay true to yourself and you have to be the one to remind yourself that you are worth it and that you will continue to be worth it. Even if other people don't immediately see your value, they will. And when they do, they'll tell you. It may not be today, and it may not be tomorrow, and it may not be next week, and it may not even be this year. But they will know your value. So you have to continue to be who you are. You have to be continue. You have to be continue. You have to continue to be a person of kindness and of forgiveness and of gratitude. And I guess that's kind of where I'm at is, you know, I, I'm going to forgive her. I am. I'm going to, of course, you're going to proceed with caution. You're going to, you know, tread lightly, you know, maybe not throw the world at this person, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you got to forgive and you got to try to let them back in because 
you know, people do change. We're all human. We all make mistakes. We all get, you know, we all get taken advantage of and we all take advantage of other people. It's, it's unfortunately, it's in our nature. But the magic also about being human is that we are capable of forgiving, moving on and reaccepting people back into our circle. And I guess that's what I'm going to do now. I'm going to send a message to her and just let her know, like, you know, we're, we're all good and figure out some way she can support me. <laughs> that's the other thing is, is sometimes it is nice and I'm not, you know, I'll put this out there and I'm not ashamed to say it. Sometimes it is nice to have those people come back into your life and kind of owe you something. It, it does help sometimes. Anyways, listen, if you want to jump on and talk a little bit about what you got going on, need some advice, just need a third party to, to throw some things at and get some ideas, I'm here for you. Hit me up. You can jump on my calendar at beingonstage.com slash calendar. What? And uh, I'll give you a call at the date and time you're choosing, and we'll talk through your stuff. And thanks for sticking through to the end. This was a This was a long one, but you know what? I needed it. Podcasting for me is a very therapeutic. So as always, rock stars, please keep on shining.